Hold on, people. Boop. Well, that's the wrong thing. You you just carry on talking. People like hearing you. Yeah, you guys should actually let us know who you prefer. Um, I already said don't do this because you're going to upset yourself. K or K is your choice. (laughs) Bastard or bastard. Um, That took you a long time to figure out. How to set a timer. <laughs> no, because I don't know if stopwatch were better then. It's IOS bedtime soon. So when you're early on in the what was it, the stages of, of tech, you have to set a stopwatch so you don't go over your hour limit. <laughs> so you don't so you don't lose uh, recordings. Alright, uh, let's do introductions. Hi, my Hello. name my name is Kayode Ayotunde Oseyi Bola. Hello, my name is Ayola Oluwashen Oluwatosin Anthony Nefanyo Akikumi Adiniji. You thought I wasn't going to come out with the full name? <laughs> you thought you could beat me? And that's the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Ah, uh, listen, welcome to episode, was it eight? I think we're at eight. Yeah. Wow. Every time we do this, we don't actually plan that beforehand. We should probably be aware before we start recording. Well, I mean, fuck it. If it is, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's episode eight. It's episode eight. It must be. Like, yeah, it's episode eight. It's episode eight. And okay, for this week, actually, no, I was going to talk about last week for a bit. Um, I enjoyed it. The reception from it was good. Like, I, really? I, I, like, I things I don't usually listen back. Listen back to that one. I think it's just because I was pissed off at you chatting shit about Boris. And I, I thought I went off at one. I was feeling a bit smart, so. Went back and listened. And you are still smart. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure about that, but... Yeah, and I enjoyed last week. This was definitely <laughs> the last week. You, the fact that you tweeted, nah, Boris is at a zero now. <laughs> he was actually... Yeah, no, I think, the, I think that's why I enjoyed it, because he was like... I dropped that 3 out of 10 rating, and then he made... Ironically, I've had the worst week he's had so, <laughs> so far in the week course. after. Listen, I told you, prophecies out here. But yeah... It was a... Uh, it's been an interesting week. I don't want to dwell on it, to be honest. It's just all a bit shit. I don't even, like, I'm generally tired. And I know being tired doesn't help because we still got shit to do, but don't worry. No more talk on Brexit and Boris <coughs> on this podcast for at least. Unless Boris does a mad thing or, like, fly kicks Theresa May in the House yeah. Commons or something, then we might mention it. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Brexit talk, nah, can't be asked. Yeah, exactly. I think, um... I think we've got some good chat for today. But before we get into all of that, bro, how have you been? How have I been? Yeah. <laughs> what, since last <laughs> the last time we recorded? Yeah. I reckon. Um, I've been all right. What's been happening? Let me think. No, I've just, be, I've just been chilling. Fun employment. Soon to be not fun employment, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> but oh, just... no. You're not going to be fun employed anymore. Yeah, I have to start, I have to start working again. Jeez. I was enjoying the fun employment, but yeah, now back to the grind as of Monday. That's awesome. Yeah, which is sick. And yeah. um, but apart from that, 
yeah, I've just been good. Just preparing, chilling, enjoying life, gymming, eating way too much. Wow. Fat's gone to my face. Lifestyle. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, so, why is it all in my... My defined, <laughs> defined cheekbones of mid-second year of uni. Or, <laughs> no, f- placement year slash final year of uni, when my face was at its prime. Now I've wow. kind of... It's kind of gained a bit of fat. I'm, That's what happens when you're bulking, I'm ladies so and gentlemen. Beautiful. No one's, <laughs> no one's talking to you yet. I'm just talking about me. I'm going. For, I'm having a little vent on here. It's always right. me, me, me with you, isn't my, it? Bu- my buffness is still there, but it's like buffness with an asterisk. What, so what percentage would you put? Yeah, you're like, you're like, um, what, body fat. No percentage, just like pangness percentage. Where, uh, where that, are you? You cannot even measure me with usual <laughs> utensils, please. Don't bother. Okay, how are you? How are I'm, you? I'm Gucci. I'm Fendi. I'm great. I feel great. You're also, um, what was it you were wearing before? What was your, I wearing before? Your little, let, uh, me, not, let me not patronise. No, the, you're Burberry as well, aren't you? Oh, uh, yeah, your yeah. Burberry, I'm, I'm Burberry. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been good, man. Um, we doing well at work. We are, I don't know, this has been progression everywhere. I've seen a lot of wins. Um, throwing the event next week for my mother. It's all it's all good, bro. Like we're we're in we're in a nice space, mm. a nice headspace. Um, just got back from holiday actually. I was like, oh, out oh. in uh, Israel, Tel Aviv. Now that's a that's a cool. You, spot. Look, you look like you're enjoying life still. I mean, we we were having fun, bro. Honestly, guys, if you're listening to this, you guys need to hit up Tel Aviv. It's a great sport. Um, it's a madness to get into the country. <laughs> I'm not. They were doing the craziest searches, bro. Like, you go through your normal security check at the airport and they have their own private security room and x-ray machine. Oh, really? Yeah, seriously, where they, like, open up your suitcase, swabbing through everything, like... Wait, is Israel going through some sort of turbulent time or something? I, I, that... I don't... I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Maybe. That's a shot to me. I was really Is like, there something going what, on? Like some going... geopolitical issues <laughs> in, in that part of the world? It uh, was, okay. it oh, was no, crazy. Just asking. Just... <laughs> and like, they were asked... They, they would do these random interviews. Like, they would interview you like... Like, what the... made you apply for this job? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were like, so... Like, ever, quick, come it, you. Ever been to Israel before? Um, then they start flicking through your passport, seeing where you've been around the world. And then, obviously, they stopped at the Nigerian visa. <laughs> <laughs> Nigeria? <laughs> oh, been to Nigeria, yeah? I was like, yeah. Then I was in Bali before, so they really were interested in Indonesia because apparently they got beef with those guys as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a whole thing. But once you're actually in the country, oh, my God. Like, beautiful. Women, beautiful. Food, beautiful, um, like light party lifestyles, the beaches, the water. Where's like, the women's with you? I mean, <laughs> I love women. <laughs> I don't like men no more. <laughs> Gay conversion therapy. That's bad. Uh, you guys should see that um, that YouTube clip. I just watched a funny clip. Of that that guy, no, the pedo, the the, the pedo. <laughs> I'm, I'm a dipshit. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> no, I'm panicking. You need to stop panicking. I'm mixed. I'm mixed. It's over now. <laughs> oh, 
this oh. guy went from chatting to one friend girl in a friendly way to having 20 on, nah, his, portfolio, on his portfolio. He went, he went from admitting that he was a 37-year-old chatting to one 16-year-old girl, but then he was on the live video. So bad people tuned in, and then it, by the end of the live, like at least... 25 something like girls had come forward to say that he'd be messaging them madness bro madness it's 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 actually a bit wild so to be honest with you that that shit tickled me that was a fucking it was hilarious uh, i was that was a tangent we've the, the, from... the worst the worst thing about it is that as i was watching um the video i was kind of thinking to myself shit i better press screen record because the memes i'm actually gonna get out of this the memes Twitter's are too already, Twitter's already had a field day man They've run away with it. Run away with it. Yeah, it's been so... But I feel kind of bad. I feel like you shouldn't be laughing, but... You like, shouldn't be laughing, but, but yeah, you kind of should did, laugh. and yeah. Yeah, it was, it was funny shit. So we yeah, we, we, <laughs> we, we, were, we were in a good place. So yeah, my week's been good. There's, um, there's a lot of, lot of stuff going on in the culture. I'm doing some interesting shit, man. I think that's, that's what's cool right now. I'm just doing a lot of... Interesting stuff, having a lot of interesting conversations. Like, like can you elaborate? Interesting is like, right, interesting so, is the word they they try beat out of you by the time you're in year eight. Interesting is a shit word. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so true. Um, I would say so stuff at work, like talking about how, um, I'm trying to Are word you know, this. You're not allowed to say word this without getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> that is, we are. <laughs> now just tell me, I'll bleep it. <laughs> Um, so we actually haven't heard, but yeah, it's just like we've been looking at new ways um, in which we can like kind of explain why music and musicians are such powerful, influential like forces, and why um, and what brands can learn from them. And so we've been doing loads of like really deep cultural like. Um, semiotics, which is basically when you study culture and you understand. Like, I know that. I know words. Why are you trying to explain words for you? I know for, words for our people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, for them, like um, explain what it means. <laughs> for them, not for me. So, so we've been just looking at like literally how how artists are shifting culture and picking out certain artists like J Balvin, Cardi B, Billie Eilish, all these like really cool people and like what they're doing. That's that brands are also doing and how that's been successful. Um, we've we've also I've been working on cool stuff with like, and this is this way I have to bleep it out when I mention brands. Like, Alright, cool. Mention cool stuff with like. I'm doing like, cool like ideas about like twenty four hour parts. But you're working with a BMP. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they won't know that, <laughs> that would be funny <laughs> collab with the BMP um, and yeah like this is just this cool stuff and I feel like I'm, I'm progressing within myself I really like this idea of like feeling that self progression in things um, on the flip side we're really close to launching a new fashion brand which is going to be really cool um, by we he doesn't mean me he means him and other people um, yeah him um, him being me, <laughs> so um, me and a few other people. The details are yet to be released because we're just like in some final stages of stuff with that. And yeah, and I feel like the podcast is it's growing, growing very nicely. Yeah, like, I feel like we we're, we're doing our thing. A lot more of you are tuning in than we thought. <laughs> at yeah. this early stage, at least. 
I mean, why so, would you want to listen to this? Yeah, for more than one episode. I'm like, definitely more real. than five minutes. But he still are, and I appreciate it. But, like, generally, jokes aside, we do. Yeah, so, we love you guys. Yeah, carry on. Also, we finally got the, we finally got the Twitter up. Well, it'll be up by the time you listen to this. Yeah, And the Instagram's still up. And, again, carry on subscribing on um, anywhere you can subscribe. But I think Apple Music is the main place. And keep on dropping them... Them ratings, them yeah. six stars, seven star, eight star. Yeah, and subscribe because <laughs> when we when we drop this heat, we need y'all listening. All right, <laughs> to the yeah. actual importance of today, you can kick off, bro. Let's let's get into things. What else? I want to dive straight in. What else were we gonna talk about? Except, all right, I'll say the first bit. We were and things we were thinking about it for yeah. a minute, and then light bulb, Io comes up. With this, it's like, oh, well, there's nothing else to talk about. Listen, unless you've been living under the rock. <laughs> unless you've been living under the rock. <laughs> so, I don't know what that came so out fresh. of your mouth. Unless you've been living under a rock. <laughs> I said living under the rock. That's not, living under a rock. Obviously, you know, you wouldn't know that Top Boy has dropped on Netflix. You know what was, you know, you know what was really funny? Let me, let me tell this quick story. Drop it. Literally. Okay, so I go around to my day, uh, to my dad's place on the day that Top Boy gets released. I find out that he is already watched. On the first day of release, he's banged out all 10 episodes, first of all. They're an hour each, in case anyone needed <laughs> He's like, finished it. Any he's, metrics on he's that? He's there, sat in the dark with his hood up. <laughs> <laughs> Going... I'm like, Dad, what, what are you doing? It's like, he's like, blah, don't, t- don't chat to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he said. He said, don't chat to me. So I'm the TB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's me who's so, the top boy. So it's me who is the top boy. The, the funniness continues. So he comes into the kitchen. We're chatting. We're, we're eating. It's really good vibes. Um, I like, I go away for a bit. I think I might have gone to Lou or something. Come back, can't hear my dad, like, what's going on? And, like, the the like, the house is eerily, like, a little bit more quiet. I find I find this man in genuine shock and disgust. I said genuine. <laughs> shock and disgust at what Channel 4 had on the TV at, like, I don't know, it must have been, like, around midnight, 11.30. He, this is the first time he's um, stumbled across Naked Attraction. <laughs> Naked attraction, you know. Thing is, that needs to be a whole different conversation, but that show is wild. So I go, I'm like, what's going on? He's like, ah, Channel 4? What's this? (laughs) The pillars and vagina. Is it we uh, we, At 10 o'clock? We will just burst out laughing and quickly switch that shit off. But excuse me, excuse me, Ofcom. Why is there it was, a penis uh, on my screen? It was like why so is there funny. a penis in my screen? Yeah, it was it was crazy, and it, they really do get everything out. I mean, have you not? Have you you watched mean, it? I've watched it once. I knew someone that was on it once. Actually, that's a whole story. Drop the name. I'll believe it. Um, this guy called. <laughs> you better bleep. <laughs> Clap, so I, I remember exactly where it is. <laughs> oh, uh, shout out, what's his name? Oh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, this guy called. <laughs> 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 
Oh my god. Uh, anyway, naked attraction. We're gonna have too much fun with this bleeping like contraction, bro. No, it just needs to be done. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's so true. Uh, I no, think he got a lot of money for it though. He, he, well, how he much? paid a lot. I think I think he got like a few thousand. I'm pretty Swear, sure. Yeah. For whipping his dick out. Yeah. I'd do it for five hundred pounds in a kick. We've heard what you did for money. <laughs> We've all seen what I will do for money. <laughs> what? Collabs. <laughs> <laughs> what? For the BMP? Yes. I, okay, I said for one million pounds, I'd collab with the BMP. This, I would. This trade. EDL, BMP. <laughs> bruv, throw in, you, throw in the Brexit party as well. One million. I'll be that poster boy. I'll be there like... <laughs> I'll be that poster crouched down next to Farage being like, Brexit Britain. <laughs> I'll be like... Immigration gotta go. <laughs> you gots to go. I don't, don't know where you're going, but you gots to go. You got like a white family. You got like a Polish family. You got like a African family. You got an Asian family. There's an aisle in the middle pointing at one of them saying, one gotta go. <laughs> I'll, I'll literally wear a Union Jack suit. You know them ones there? With the cap on, a snap. You I, and Jack snap. I back. hate you. For a million, calm. BMP. Okay, if anyone's listening, who's like, Listen, can sort that out for me. I feel like there are girls out here doing a lot less for. <laughs> do a lot more for a, a lot, lot less. more for a lot less. <laughs> and a lot less. <laughs> oh, oh dude. But yeah, no. Back to the actual subject matter. Uh, Sorry, that was a bit of a tangent. Um, yeah, fam. Top boy is back. Yeah. Yeah, things top boys banging, and we already know that. Go watch and it. But... I am I am coming into this completely blind. I, unlike my father, have not watched any of this. Have you watched? Oh, did you watch the old top boy? I've watched the old top boy, okay. and that shit was lit. Yeah, like, I I love. I think got linked off the roof. That was that was not <laughs> funny, but I still remember Twitter that night. <laughs> 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 I feel like it happened pre. Twitter really like moving as one unified. No, that was the Twitter was more unified back then. That was like, like Twitter in like 2012, 2013, 2014 times. I forgot when it was. Was was no heightened unification. I feel like I feel like that was right now. It was like the memes, the flipping. Like the movement, like, like I feel like everyone knows everything. In, in terms of moment. like no, but obviously no, because what used to happen is that. Obviously now, since Netflix has, like, surged in the past few years, before everyone used to watch shows... People, I'm not saying people weren't watching anything online, but people but used you know to... What, I mean? people, what would happen is that people were watching shows together at the same time a lot more. So Love Island is kind of the only show now that people watch together. But back in the day... Not back in the day, I'm not that old. Like, 2012-2013, when Netflix was still around, but it wasn't as big, was, was not, like... People were watching, like, Top Boy together on, but, like, Channel 4. Don't you, and that's the thing, yeah. Don't you think, and sorry, this is like a whole convert. This is what happens when we talk. <laughs> Isn't that really interesting that we kind of have, we live in this era where we have everything on demand and like we can watch it when we want and we can watch as much of it as we want. But the best stuff for me is the stuff that now gets released once a week. It's live and there's an instant huge social conversation after the fact. I think that's just always been a vibe with certain things like that. Like it's something about seeing something like live for the to, first time. Like, now because of the social media attachment to it, it's made it even better. It's like now there's like 
No, like, Love still... Island, it really blew up. Like, no, last but couple even, years. No, 100%. But people were still doing... Remember back in the day when, like, the EastEnders storyline was like, oh, who killed... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. like, who killed... Um, what's his face? Not Dirty Den. That's old. Dirty Den was like back in... Imagine uh, Twitter <laughs> with Dirt, when, at that Christmas special when, Dirt, when, when he found out... Like, oh. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the more recent one where Stacey did it, when Bradley fell off the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't Dirty Den. That was... Um, the guy who it was Archie, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. he killed Archie. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, and then that one, I remember, I was like year nine. Dirty Dan's like oh, that's old. I was in primary school. Dirty Dan times. Um, he was he, he linked him on with real. the green thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was when EastEnders was lit. Uh, yeah, when you had actual villains. But yeah, no. But them times there, face. I remember being on Facebook and everyone was. That's how long ago it was. Everyone's on Facebook like. Updating the state or something. So that culture's been around for a while. It's I get what you mean in terms of, of like the meme culture in terms of Yeah, that like is... how we kind of like pull everything. You got meme culture, you have um a social conversation, you have threads now. Like it's like really that, I like... think that's more post like twenty fifteen thing, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I just love how now for me the best shows and I kinda wish they did that for Top Boy, is that they should they should release that shit once a week. And they just, just instead of giving and it everyone tune, and he, if you missed it, you you're finding out on social media. People people are dropping Top Boy spoilers on the timeline like literally ten hours after it be released. And I hope they burn. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope you find <laughs> let's do an anti prayer for them. I hope you find no peace. Amen. No I hope peace. you fall down and bang your heads. And Amen. Me. <laughs> Amen. And me. <laughs> I hope every time you cross the road, your your laces are undone and you strip and fall. And me. <laughs> no man, you spoiler gang, man. Can't you re- I mean Top Boy came out what? On wait, what day is it today? Saturday. Yeah. Top Boy came out Thursday? Wednesday? Yeah. Friday. Thirteenth of September. So no, yeah, Friday the thirteenth. It was Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, it came out yesterday, what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. I mean you have a long memory <laughs> if you were seeing that shit on Tuesday. <laughs> Listen, some people are exclusive on these things, but See no. Nigerians that's here. even worse. People dropping spoilers on like this morning, early this morning. It's like, yeah, find man. peace. Yeah, exactly. Or don't find or peace. <laughs> or never. Never find, find peace. Only <laughs> need to start war for you. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, um, the thing I wanted to talk about with Top Boy is that there was this... Um, Tweet slash article by you know London Hughes the comic mm-hmm. she she's she's popping off right now she um had a sick show at Edinburgh Fringe and thinks she was very like one of the best acts whatever. come on to the podcast London well it depends you oh I'm actually please do I love her I love her she's she's funny and she used to be on CBBC back in the day <laughs> back when man was watching CBBC so it's like an all kinds of fantasies all kind of fantasies man <laughs> but yeah no she um she basically read this article that basically said that top boy was bad for black culture because it's portrayal it's one dimensional portrayal of like basically black people right but then the, I agree. she got a bit of backlash I agree with her. She got a bit sad. of backlash, but then she basically said... Her, the backlash was to her was like, there is... Where we've gotten to now, don't get me wrong, I think there's been, generally been a huge issue, like, historically, with, obviously, the portrayal of black people within media. Yeah. That's, that, that goes as far back as the 1700s. Yeah. But I feel like where where we've gotten to today, 
there's been a lot more portrayals of black people in roles and in um, content, which is, just isn't circulated around gangs. Like there was Roll Roll Safe's Enterprise. Um, there was Famalam. Uh, back in the day, little Miss Jocelyn. Yeah, but these aren't. There's no. Okay, wait, 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 wait. And to be honest, but I think also was also a good point to say is that wait, I'll just finish that one. That yeah, there's there's other been there's been on the content, and if people seemingly can only see one sort of content, I think this pretty much surmises the entirety of black people. What other be, what other one of those shows has like Netflix backing? It's going to the world. Chewing gum with Michaela Cole. Yeah, she, I don't think, it's not like a black show, but she's like the lead black actress and it has other black, um, yeah, your boys of, in that. Yeah, Alyssa, one, yeah. Of my, one of my boys, who will also be coming on the show soon. That's another. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, we don't even need to talk about now, but you see what we talked about before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, the guest list, <laughs> the guest list for the show is looking crazy. Uh, so it's, stay tuned. It's popping off and it's popping off heavy, but. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll be, I'll be real. I'll be real. Personally, I believe Top Boy is one, it's an incredible story. Like from when we was little and from when I was little, I think I was really excited to see more like more I don't want to use the word more stories from more diverse stories. Um, yeah. I was, hey, I was like, yeah, I got yeah. that. <laughs> um, I was really excited to see more diverse stories being told with such talented people, and to have like really big names endorsing it. Mm. Now, I can understand where London is coming from, mm. because at the end of the day, we don't our story as let's be real as black people is not just mm-hmm. um being within gangs or growing up in poverty and needing to struggle to get out of these things like there's other stories that ha- i don't believe have had enough time or have been shown um and i think it's happening in america more than it's happening in the uk which I'm I'm personally why do you think why do you think that is? Uh, I think it's it's a weird one. I do I do believe it's because potentially well most likely because of the people who are in charge of some of these um, decisions don't want to tell those stories. Mm-hmm. I believe that <clears throat> a lot of young black actors aren't being considered for certain roles that might even also be like not racially biased. Like some roles don't necessarily have to um, come from a certain um, background or demographic. Some roles that are can be told by anyone have really like been shaken up. But we have seen some pushback, like the Star Wars stuff. We've seen like John Boyega, yeah, in various races. That's that's been um, cool. Um, there was seen... a show on BBC One recently with this comedian called Clay's. What's Clay's Flame, something like that. Anyway, it was, he was just like him and his partner were in this like abandoned. It was like a comedy in this abandoned yeah. like, and that was made prime time BBC One. I mean, uh, Len- Lenny Henry's been doing it for a minute, but <laughs> the Lenny Henry show that used to bang. Trust me, but that... my my thing is that. I I still I still believe because I believe the power of the media 
the power that they have on our social consciousness of where we um almost like segment certain people and where we kind of stereotype them towards i think when it comes to young um inner city black boys or um young black people in general maybe their stories not all of their stories are being told but at the same time i also believe that top boy is so important like just as a thing as a as like an amazing piece but also what people don't like seem to feel like and i love i love love top boy is that like regardless of like actual genuine like the artistic strength of top boy like it is a reflection of things that do happen i feel like people trying to force in a backlash to this in a in like um an attempt to kind of play the whole yeah but we're not also whatever involved in gangs and crime people are trying to basically create false narratives about like growing up in like parts certain parts of london and i'm like like i've grown up seeing like my neighbor's house being like shot at car pulled up let three shots through the window like i'm not saying that this is and i've grown up teens known people that i've known growing up who are now dead because they've been stabbed uh, so and i feel like i don't feel like the and i'm not saying i don't i, I also am very aware that i know plenty of young black boys majority around me who are have gone to university or just regardless of however point they got to education are doing perfectly fine in good jobs whatever so i feel like we don't need to exaggerate either way. We don't need to pretend everything's perfect, but we don't need to pretend like there's nothing ever wrong. And I feel like Top Boy in itself, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a fantastic piece of um, fantastic piece of art. It's a lot of entertainment, and it does represent things. It does represent a reality a lot of people face. So what do? You, but what? And that's the thing. Do we? Because people, people like to band around this is like, oh, this is so important for the culture. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hear... Fucking time. I get, I get, I I hear get people it. say, okay... I don't think... But, no, I why, think it's, I think why, it's overstated. Why is it... I think it's over... No, this, my point is, it needs, it needs to be held in like a neutral middle. It's like, it's not like, oh, we need Top Boy to represent the die hard, the hardships that black people face. Like, I don't think Top Boy is doing that, regardless. I think it's just genuinely... It's, it's, in this, obviously, I know we come from a different position, but in the same way that people can enjoy um, legend with, with the Cray twins and all that violence, and enjoy Football Factory, and enjoy um, what some other fucking violent white street fuck films, um, can't think of any right now. Yeah, but, but they, they, they can enjoy, enjoy Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, but that's literally James my, Bond. That's literally so. my point. But it's in like, there's no like. Th- Coming for shows, I enjoy those shows. Come, exactly, but yeah. coming for shows like Top Boy, saying, "Oh no, this is so bad." When in reality, there's so many black content creators or content creators creating content about like black experiences, which don't get as much support as shows like Top Boy or as movies like Kidhood and, and Adulthood. Yeah, and Brotherhood. I think the last one was. I didn't watch that no, one. No, you shouldn't. Watch. <laughs> don't watch that. Stormzy, bruv. I respect you, <laughs> but you're my man. My man, acting isn't for everyone. I mean, he's in. He's gonna be in Mallory Blackman's. I, I don't think he was just. It was just like the whole. The whole thing was a mess. It was a mess. Top to bottom, the script. Like I kind of felt sorry for him, and he's amazing. Like he storms his sick. Like, but what? What the hell was that? 
That was I haven't weird. watched it. You, Made you, my spirit. You should watch it. And but then I say like there's no point in losing that time from your life. Yeah. So okay. maybe don't watch but it. Yeah, no, exactly. But to be fair, I think there was a lot of time where and this is not coming from complete like research, but I think there was a time where a lot of the kind of content that was coming out in regards to black people's films, obviously there was like kiddohood which blew up and like adulthood or whatever. And, and even those, even those are amazing. And, and even like another hood, which was like obviously like a banner version. Was that was from Adam Deacon, yeah. We're still around that kind of like yeah. whatever lifestyle. But then in and around it, like we said, like there was the Lenny Henry show, um, there was like Little Miss Jocelyn, like a sketch show. Um there was also there was another one that's that's lost my mind. But to be honest, the fact that I can't think of that many is in itself a sign a of problem. a lot of the issue. But like there needs to be more. But then I think that's I agree with certain people who say that some people don't even support other people who are trying to put out these kind of shows like um and but, like enterprise and family Land recently i probably love those two which i think was like a way to do like black comedy in a way that doesn't just focus on one aspect of it because it had it had a bit of that they have like literally one sketch show where they i had loved these... um you know that one that idris elba did his sketch show have you seen it no oh i'll just google it yeah. um i think he released it over sky it was fantastic, um, but it was all about how um, he lived in um, London and they were growing up in, I'll say, like, 70s, 60s, 70s, and his brother slash cousin had just, like, come over, and so they were trying to find him a job, and it was all about how this family was living um, in a council estate next to, like, a white family and like they were maybe the only black family on the block and yeah all of these like different quirks but it was from like a really funny perspective you know it's uh, cool because google's just coming up with him hosting snl um just type in idris elba um comedy a series come um, and it might come up but yeah it was it was also really... idris adopt me mind you yeah yeah i need, I need you as a mentor <laughs> i i love what he does for the community as well but um, yeah, I feel I feel like what what we need isn't again. It's not about in the long run. That's the one. Yeah, because I had that guy Jimmy Akambola. He was on that. You remember Stupid that show on CBBC? Yeah. And there was one of the guys who was um, this done. He he was the he was the car salesman. He and is like, so funny. <laughs> He was like, he, time so he, waster. He was like the main character who had just come over, and it was about how he was like kind of trying to fit into like this new world. Yeah, um, oh yeah, no, that's a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It's a brilliant. It's a brilliant series, and I really recommend it. And it was really well done. But it was. It was cool to see these new um, perspectives being told, and I think that's what's interesting. And I don't think mm. we're seeing enough of these perspectives kind of like coming through because I've, I've literally just googled black british television programs and this is how long the page is on wikipedia and <laughs> you, you might can't see this but there is no of the alphabet there is b d f l r t w and only about let's say about One 12 shows yeah collectively there was like Three non-blondes, baby father, blouse and skirt. Don't know what any of those are. These are old. They're from like the 70s. The Desmonds, double plate drama, the Fosters, Little Miss Jocelyn. They have Luther in there. The Real McCoy, Top Boy and West 10 London. Luther was a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't know why we didn't say that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I think you're thinking more comedy wise. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's just like. Um, but but yeah, and chewing gum, I guess. But I think I think the crucial the crucial one is. I think the crucial point is it's not about. Sometimes it's not even about it having to come from a cultural diverse perspective. It's just about no, but, integrating. No, but that's my whole point. It's not about like things. it's not about. It's not about. Oh, I got it. I got a perfect. It's not about black shows. It's just about shows with black people in it. It's yeah. It's not about necessarily having yeah. shows like it's not about every, like we are even very tired of shows that has to be about blackness and struggle. We don't care. We don't want that. We just want... I really don't majority of Because we don't... As much as we talk about the things that affect us in society, right? We just live normal lives, just doing normal shit. So we just want shows that show Represent black people that. just, like, in love and, like, playing for sports teams and, like... Yeah. Doing with, whatever. With diverse friendship groups. That, aren't, like, that aren't forced because that's just what London and, is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think... Um, and that's the thing, with Top Boy... I think for the social conscious, which I believe is a super powerful thing, which helps people get employed, helps us the way we, it affects the way we move around um, socially. I don't think it's necessarily helping. However, do I believe? Is it the great enemy of progress? Not really. It's not. A, it's not a great enemy of progress. Yeah. Is it an amazing show? Yes. Am I happy it's happening? Yes, I think it's great content. I just, I just think what maybe London's point is is that this is great, but what about just telling more diverse stories with us just integrated, integrated within life? Yeah. I think that would be really cool and interesting. Do I you think first, sex education. I was literally really just work. about to say. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we ran, we ran into that, that, that carnival, it. right? Yeah, about like Kadar, yeah. That see, that's a great example. But that, exactly, that's it. Perfect. And just I think have, Netflix like, did that on purpose. No, definitely. But like, it's good. It's like having, for example, like the black main guy is a jock, but not like the main like whatever. Then you have, who grows up with like lesbian parents. Yeah, and, and then like, like to be fair, they did a lot with that one. I respect. <laughs> <laughs> they hit a lot of <laughs> a lot of touch <laughs> I was thinking they had like the black kid with mi- with mixed race. Lesbian parents, yeah. Then the other the, black gay the, kids, the black gay then kids. you had um, the girl whose parents were gone but left with her brother in a caravan, yes. Then you had main kids, um, what's his name again in the show? Um, don't know his name, Otis, but his parents were divorced, yeah. And the mum was like sleeping with a girl's dad that he may have liked, and there, there was just, yeah. Like, and um, the girl was also mixed race, the Swedish, yeah. So that means his she ex- was definitely bi as well, I feel, no? yeah, maybe probably. Uh, and then, like, they were giving sex education to, like, it was a it was a massive, cool show. it was a massive liberal show. I ran like into that. some of those guys at the Brits, I was quite waved, but it was cool. Name drop, yeah. But, um, <laughs> Let me pick that one up. <laughs> Sorry, I, I forgot what you're about, it's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I ran into man at carnival. Okay. Yeah. So it was um, it was it was really interesting, man. You saw what's his face? Um, main character. Um, he's like the big name for it. He's um. I can't remember his name, man. His name. I'm bad. I'm really bad with names. I had this really weird text message saying, "Hey," I was like, "Who's this?" It's like. Oh, we was like supposed to connect. You know who I am. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. Who are you? Um, the person state was your like, name. Yeah, and they just refused to state their name. It was really strange. It was, it was a weird conversation. Asa Butterfield. That's it. 
big man like Otis. Shimmy's face? Otis. On yeah. yeah, very cool guy. Well done, sir. We should yeah. really get him on the on the podcast. God willing. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Um, but yeah, I think I think that would be really interesting. And it would be really cool to chat to like an actor who's like a part of that, who understands the process in which it means to like go through these auditions and go through these castings and like the type of people, the type of directors that you tend to come across more and mm. the kind of producers and all of that. Because so, I, I, I believe there's so many layers to this. But I think it's so... I, I just think it'll be... You'll get a more successful show f- from just having, like, more interesting stories being told. Yeah, and not like... And it's not forced, is it? It's just... It's just reality of yeah. what... Because I feel like a lot of people see a show like Sexual Education, which, to be fair, they have done the most, but I think it's, like, pandering. But, like, people... These situations exist in reality. Yeah. It's not like... There, there are... There are plenty... There are plenty of people who have two mums... Playing people are gay, playing people struggling with being gay. Because like, they had the big bully who was like, yeah, ends up being gay. gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or let's not even do it down that tunnel. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> tunnel. <laughs> Drink bad around. <laughs> Change sides. But, um. Yeah, no, but I think it's just, it's just like, you can have more interesting stories when they're not just the same old, like, like how many, like, versions of Notting Hill do we need, really? Like, yeah, uh, it's so true. Boy meets girl, white boy meets white girl. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's... minor complications happening, and then they fall in love, and then that's the end. Like, what? Well, we, we, we I, can't, I, I can't wait to see the new Top Boy. I've seen Santan Dave involved, I see Kane mm. involved. I don't know what Drake's role in all of this is. Um, Starboy, just, um, he's, he's just he's the representative of the ends. Oh, really? An honorary English mascot. For... I mean. Drake, you're one of us, bro. Mm. Like, welcome. Give him the red pop. Actually, don't give him. Because I'd love we're, to, we're in turbulent times. It but. would be cool to see Drake get just an OBE for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very dope. Yeah, that was... It's, it's an interesting time for media in general. Um, I do believe that more stories are going to get told in the future. I think you've got a lot of young talent coming out of, like, the film and, like, that whole industry... And I'm excited for what the future holds for all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I'm, I still haven't watched it ashamedly so. But um, Shiro's story, my rap man. I haven't watched it either. He got signed to um, Rock Nation. Seriously? Yeah, that's it. I was, I was blanking for a second. I was like, what's he get signed to? Yeah, so like, I thought he just did music. Fuck no, fuck what I know. But um, yeah, he got signed. And then he's like, he's well, he was in like pictures with Jay-Z and shit, like from, from London, wherever. Wow. Like making, I and mean, they want to bring Shiro's story to Netflix. So amazing. But I haven't watched Shiro's story, for, but I'm on Twitter. So you basically hear everything. Yeah, yeah, I think literally. it's, I don't think it's as like gang related or anything like that as Top Boy. But I think it has elements of that. I'm sure people complain out like one dimensional, but if, if it's good enough to get there, why not? Like I think what I really want from the film industry is just like really cool, honest stories being told again. Like when I, I've been going through this phase of watching a lot of like old school films, mm-hmm. um, some like old school chick flicks, which are so different, but some like just old stories like um, Good Will Hunting. I don't know if you've ever I've watched I've never watched it. The thing is, it's a fucking you, amazing film. You'll go through Williams. certain lists. And then I'll have people turning up in my house with, like, pitchforks because I am I haven't watched <coughs> some, like... You haps. haven't watched some major films. I haven't... Okay, let me go through a list and have people crucify me. 
I haven't watched Pulp Fiction. Wow. I haven't fully watched any of the Kill Bills. Wow. I haven't watched Fred's Rod Dogs, Italian Job, haven't watched, haven't watched any of the Godfathers. Haven't watched um what else? I haven't watched Good World Hunting. Um have watched Forrest Gump, so don't kill me. I have watched that. That's a great film. Um what haven't I watched? What's other big things? Um Obviously, them dead old like Casablanca, like obviously. Yeah. But, <laughs> have you watched Casablanca? <laughs> they came out like nineteen forties. Um, what else is there? Haven't fully watched all the Jurassic Park films. Really, the originals. Yeah, I've watched all Star Wars. I've watched. I haven't watched. Um, why all is, the Alien versus Predators and Aliens? Why is that of interest? What? Have you, has it? Is it just something? It's never come up. I haven't watched any of, any of the Rambo's, any of the Rockies. <laughs> I haven't watched but a single it, Rambo or a single Rocky. I've watched all the Terminators, though. Is it because it's never appealed to you? No, things I say I haven't watched them fully, like, they come up on that like, Channel 5, you know, back in the yeah, day when yeah, they used yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I've watched, like, half of a bit of Rambo's, but they're always, like, they're always too late for me, and mum was saying we spent. Hey, I, will, I never bothered after I will after toast that. his address after this so that you <laughs> so know no Rocky, no Rambo. What other, what other things are there that people, like, franchises? Um... I watched Star Wars, I watched the Lord of the Rings. I, th- I think it's, I think, to be honest with you, it's weird. I watched all the oceans, though. That's, that's good. That's good for me. <laughs> I feel like we're, we're in a place now where film is just becoming a little bit commercialised to an extent. Like, I, it just feels... Oh, so people aren't making it for, like, the love of film anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I'm getting real... A lot of real stuff, and maybe I'm watching the wrong film. A lot of people, no, okay. I think there's a lot, way, way too many. It's re- about remakes. making money. There's way too many remakes and way yeah. too many. But to be fair, even like, but you can't remake not some of these exclusive really cool because stories. like Avengers, highest grossing film ever, and oh, I think no, it was, no, that was def- done really well. Definitely, definitely. But I get what you mean. I feel like you you have these classic films which are like, like what's the other one? They're like gold, Clock, Clock, Orange and stuff like those, which yeah. are just gone forever. But like. But I think mean, a lot of people are just remaking even, films even, now. Like, even Forrest Gump, bro. Like, that is... That is something. It's an amazing Shawshank film. Redemption. Big man Great film. film. But I hadn't really... I don't even watch that. I only watched that, like, two years ago. So, well, yeah, that's, but still watched it. Yeah, yeah but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, there are these really, really amazing stories that I feel like people are making, but because it might not gross this, we're just not going to see it. And I also think that because we're reaching this kind of unique moment where we as people the world has become so globalized now like within music we're seeing a globalization within um within everything it would be really cool to see these um marginalized perspectives now being told like to see more stories about like what is a what does an asian love story look like you know um crazy rich asians no, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, what? what is... As I've seen films like that before. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's there's, there's these things where previously I don't think it would have appealed to people, but nowadays I think it's really interesting. You're seeing it with, like, Money Heist, which you have not watched. I haven't watched Money Heist. Which is, like, an amazing series, but it's completely in Spanish. Mm. But we've seen that with Narcos, like, people yeah. being down to watch something that's... Mostly, mostly, mostly Spanish, yeah. Mostly yeah. Spanish, Narcos right? was fucking sick. Yeah, bro. Do you know what I mean? Don't Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is, it was sad, you know, when they shot him. I mean, that's not even a spoiler, though, because everyone knows his fucking thing died. But, yeah, but, yeah. but the way he ended, the way he went out was like, I didn't like it. Yeah. Even true. though he was a fucking violent murderer. 
he was crazy. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's but... weird how we kind of rooted for him. Really yeah, but it's only because like he achieved like top G status, and then he just became crazy. Not just that, but just on the run and not perfect, but just like yeah, everyone kind of left him or died, and then mm, yeah. yeah, it's the problem. I mean, if you're going to run a huge group drug cartel, it's yeah. kind of like occupational hazard. <laughs> you may get shot. <laughs> and you may be on the run for a long period of time. For your life. Yeah. <laughs> then, still going on, though, to be honest. But it's just, I mean, it's just less... It's not it's just nothing compared to the violence of, like, the 80s and stuff like that. Which... Yeah, man. Because they, they announced the whole, like, war on drugs and, like, yeah. how there's a crack epidemic. Without Have you watched the new Chappelle? Oh my god! <laughs> he went from crack to Chappelle. No, because he he, he kind of like mentions it in his thing. No, he's not. He said, uh, "No, that was so." That was, I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he was like, "Now white Americans know how black Americans no now black Americans know how white Americans felt when they were going through the crack epidemic in the eighties." Like we don't care either. <laughs> Damn shame. <laughs> no, that man is so funny. Nah, like man. he for me he's the funniest. Like he he just has it. For me he's the best comedian in that's like, come out of America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Completely. Like much better than Kevin Hart. I like Kevin Hart. Uh, way better than Kevin, man. Like but Kevin like Kevin Hart's Kevin's cool, but he, Kevin Hart's in a different league money wise. Yeah, for real. Of course. But he's Dave in Chappelle, like, films and that. Yeah, but But Dave Chappelle's funny. He's the funniest. Like he makes me belly laugh. Like I don't I don't understand how a comedian can do that. Like, that is a special time. No, the funniest joke ever was... <laughs> when the no. cues pull up, <laughs> and the cues are just looking around, so I, don't, I don't know what's going no, on here. But I have one case. <laughs> not just, I don't know what Not just that one, but, like, you see when he was like, oh, he, he had uh, a network show, and then he said the word faggot in it. Yeah! And then they were like, whoa, Fag- whoa, 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 whoa. They, they called me in. They were like, Dave, like... You can't, you can't say that. You can't say that word. You can't, you can't say. It. He's like, okay, well, I, I get you, I get you. Then he turns around to leave and comes back. He's like, but hey, like, how comes I can say nigger? He's like, no, she's like, oh. no, he said, <laughs> why can't I say? Why can't I say? You're, you're not one. Because you're not one. He's like, then how come I can say? Nigger? <laughs> just leaves, just leaves it there. Because like, I'm not. A- <laughs> I mean, everyone gets up and starts clapping, and yeah, I mean. Chappelle, Chappelle's a special talent, man. Like, I really, I want him to do a show in London and I will come down and see that, man. That would be incredible. I think, I think he's, I mean, he's a great guy. And yeah, the way he, um, the way he sums up some of these big, big things that are happening, like, um, just within... I disagree with him on one thing, but apart from that, I generally think he, he's... I think, so I had, I had an interesting conversation with someone, how how are we doing for time? By the way, because this is another like interesting. We're well, fine. One. I just checked it. Um, cool, 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 cool. Um, I had a really interesting convo with someone that lives in the area. It's to give you guys like a context. It's quite. <laughs> Why a, do you say it like that? <laughs> it's it's quite like an affluent um area in which we are at the moment. With a certain demographic, yeah. and 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 this guy used to be really big in the newspaper industry. He's he used to bring me in. Yeah, he, <laughs> he used to be pretty pretty powerful, and he still writes articles for some major newspapers. I can't really go into too much detail because it was like a 
half private convo. But it was it was beep, my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the beep is here. Mm. Um but what was really interesting is that he mentioned how he's seen some people as a result of like this Me Too movement, he's seen some people um being dragged through the mud and all of these things. And he believes it's really unfair to judge these men on what is happening on today's society compared to a previous society, say, 50-odd years ago, would have considered that normal. And he said, I, he believes that it is... Unfair. He's quite an elderly guy. I guess so. Um, and he's a man, to be fair. And he said, where women might have moved 50 years ago, they were just kind of considered, quote-unquote, easy meat. Whereas nowadays, it's something that he knows, like, contextually, culturally... It's not something any of them would do now. But should they be judged on the past actions based on today's society? And that was an interesting convo where I I kind of like... I said case by case, it definitely depends. I said there's maybe a small argument, but at the end of the day, I still believe it's wrong. <laughs> Oh, what okay. some of these right, fucking right. guys? Okay, because I thought you were gonna. If you want no, my, no, if you no, want no, my no. response, I, I, I wasn't like, I didn't like categorically grill him, but I was. No, kinda, no, I was just saying my response is yes, they should be judged. That's it. Yeah, I, I was, I was kind of like, well, if it wait, was, hold on, my hand was over my mouth when I said that. Yes, <coughs> they should be judged. If if they were, if nothing. it was, if it was like something really minor, I was like then. Maybe not, but if it was like fucking, we're getting deep into like some weird stuff. But this is the thing, like okay, like I don't think, I mean, the, I think obviously this would need its whole other podcast, and it definitely should be done in the presence of women rather than just you. And yeah, me, obviously. yeah, for real. Yeah, but um, in the small amount we should talk about here, I think it's overstated, and I think it's kind of like a, I'm just not. I'm not saying you're saying this at all, obviously, but I think. Sometimes I thought there's this narrative a lot of people are trying to pretend that say that like oh women are just coming out because one guy in 1954 slapped me in the ass like I don't think like for them I think on mass a lot of it has got to do with women who face constant ta- like constant harassment and then in certain industries where it's just gone out of control and to be honest I, I mean, <coughs> a slap on the ass fifty years ago was deemed okay. Was deemed okay. Yeah. And... But even though it's not okay... But I don't think... I don't think people are going back and saying, oh, yeah. I don't think and, people are trying and, to demonise people for slaps and, in the arse. And that's the thing. I'm... I'm a, even I'm though a, it's I definitely... I remember growing up where people would say, oh, a French man might pinch your bum. And I that, do. I remember that. And and that was... That wasn't even that long ago. That was, like, in the early noughties. Like, and that was considered, like, oh, it's, it's just the way... It's like, just I'm, the way the French man... Yeah, happens, it's just yeah. the way they flirt. And... and you can, I strongly believe, no, I don't strongly believe, I strongly, like, on the one-off occasion, is it worth dragging that man's name through the dirt? Now, compared to, nowadays, if any, like, if any man ever touched a woman without her explicitly saying it's yeah, but okay that still happens all within the, time. the workplace, I don't think... 
Okay, I, maybe, I watch maybe, a really maybe, disturbing maybe in video. Maybe as much now, obviously, but I think in terms of in general, women still go through it all the time. But yeah, yeah. I think in, right, definitely now in the workplace, you're done out here. You're, I and I finished. and I think you should be done out here. One hundred percent. Isn't it weird that we as kids were taught that oh that was just a form of flirting? Like well, a, a like we weren't taught that on mass, but it was the way it was perceived. And so it, it was the way it's perceived. I mean, <laughs> no, I said. It wasn't everyone saying that, but the fact that it was a lot more kind it of was fairly normal. That. It was spoken yeah. about. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a mad thing, but like... It's a I, This is my many inter, my intellectual you, so, opinion so on the you, subject. So you categorically believe that anything that happened 50 years ago... No, but see, this is something I think... It's obviously not so straightforward as that, but I feel like the problem is people are trying to frame this narrative that like, oh, it's just one time I... Like oh you can't even you can't even chat to women now because they're gonna accuse you of rape like that's not happening like no. that's not happening what's happening is a genuine kind of like attempt to balance the scales after years of kind of certain behavioural kind of attitudes but I don't think okay do I think a woman now should fake, take a ban who slaps her in the bum in the nineteen seventies and say this man slapped you in the bum nineteen seventies let's ruin his career honestly I don't think. I don't. I don't think that would be productive. Because I, but I brought the point this up because of the, the Dave Chappelle thing. Talking about his friend was caught in the room like masturbating in front of women that. He oh, Louis C.K. But yeah, but then like, he, I think he called room service up and started wanking in front of her. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's. Not... <laughs> that's like. That's um. Uh, cue the music. I just think you know what I actually think that I reckon he thought that it was half hilarious, half fucking like. I'm into this, like, that's just a weird yeah, guy so that right was there, just, man. Yeah, let's just, you know... Da, da, da. <laughs> oh, matey. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're still carrying this on, but just, like, you want to just... We may as well, yeah. Yeah, just... Let's, let's call a half time on that. <laughs> uh. Yeah, man. Yeah, so that's why Louis C.K. got cancelled. But I don't think he should be... Basically, I think... The one thing I disagree with Dave Chappelle and general the whole a lot of people, is I think the whole kind of political correctness apparent cancel culture we live in, I think it's overstated. I feel like I think Bill Burr, you know Bill Burr, no, fucking jokes comedian says that very outrageous stuff. Yeah, I mean he even said this himself. He was on Bill Maher's show, another like American one of those like late night shows. Yeah, and he says. And Bill Maher was trying to get him to agree with him that like, oh, cancer culture is so bad, PC culture is so bad. But he was like, yeah, he was like, they, he was like, Bill Maher was like, same time. some people didn't like your jokes. He's like, but who? Everyone in the comedy club was laughing. He's like, yeah, but some people on Twitter. He's like, yeah, there's like fucking 20 few guys on Twitter. I didn't even ignore them for a bit. And then they fuck off. It's like, I feel like this whole idea that now suddenly everyone's being cancelled with a thing when people like, but I feel like it's also kind of like, this idea that people on the left are cancelling people right now. However, when, when oh, let me finish. Just one sec. Is that like, for example, this is a, this is a very American example. But you, you've had the name of Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Like obviously they were a huge, a huge girl group, right? They basically got they got cancelled in like two thousand and one, 
not by liberal widely left people, but by right wing people because they didn't back the Iraq war. Then and they just became they went from being hugely big. So I'm saying this whole kind of so for me I feel like since since McCarthyism in the 1950s when apparent everyone was being like pointed out as a communist in America yeah. and like if if you even showed the slightest sympathy <coughs> to communism you've yeah. been removed from public life. Yeah, he's a fucking commie, bro. Those those <laughs> who have held some sort of somewhat power has since ideologies have begun have pushed people out. Of like main of like focus if they feel like their ideas don't align with them. I don't think it's a new phenomenon. There is, what, but what I think there is. Sorry, it, it's definitely more. I I believe it's more prevalent though. Yeah. Because you have um, a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you have a lot of people that are actually able to voice their opinion, and and you also have this. Hold on. What's what's good? What's up? What's up? No, carry on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, was just, I was just telling you I was doing a time check. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, no, I was, <laughs> I was just saying that a lot of people definitely believe... So, the whole thing about how... Uh, I've lost my train of thought. Okay, let me come back. Let me loop back. Let me loop back. I do believe that you can... You have this cancel culture because, one, you have people that are able to voice their opinion more prevalently and more openly over social media. But also... Because of you have this social media aspect and you have like this whole um, left wing movement of really screaming out about certain things, like the whole I watched the whole yeah, thing but about I don't how think, I don't like, you can't say so... the word retard anymore and stuff like that. Yeah, but they haven't been able to say that for a while now. <laughs> no, but it's like a lot of comedians would be like, "Well, what the fuck?" Like that's it's a uh, it's always been part of like the comedy vocab, and they're like, "Oh, that's wrong." And people are getting cancelled, like, on that. Or you had... Who was that English guy who was making, like, some inappropriate jokes about... Ra- inappropriate rape jokes? Oh, um, Dapper Laughs. Yeah. And he was like, because social media was just destroying, hammering him, he had to come out on Channel 4 News and, like, wear a black turtleneck. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he, he took the piss out of himself. <laughs> but I think, uh, again, yeah, I think, like... But I think it's more it's it's a lot more complex than are oh, everyone's too sensitive these days because I feel like there are people cancelling other people for saying shit which is more like there are people cancelling shows for having a gay couple in it. Don't you think that's just, <laughs> that's, well, do, do, there are people it, like the oh Teletubbies I, got cancelled because one of the people ones. thought that Tinky Wingy was too effeminate. I'm saying like that's one point I'm trying to make. I feel like on both sides of the uh, I don't want to do like all I don't want to do it on all sides like all lives matter on this, but I feel like. In this apparent outrage culture, which is apparently in the hands of... You don't believe it exists? No, no, I'm not saying that. I don't think... I think there is definitely, like, an... Don't get me wrong, there's definitely... what The point I was trying to make is that I feel like there's a difference between, like, the cancel culture and the outrage culture, and even though they're quite interlinked. I feel like social media has definitely created more of an outrage culture in the sense that, like, people just... A lot of people just want to find something to be angry about. 100% that exists. Like, people... Literally, sometimes, no matter how liberal you are, you'll log on... No matter how, like, whatever you are, you'll you log on and you'll see some insane things from people on your side of the aisle. <laughs> but the same way, there are certain... Fi- there's certain people who are, like, on the more conservative side of the aisle who are cancelling people for things that are actually insane. But they get... But the reason why it's not deemed as whiny or whatever is because it's deemed as in line with old-school social, vi- social values. So people who are, like, getting really, really... Pit- like, 
we're, we're talking about cancel culture as being a slightly left wing thing. Do you know left wing thing? Do you know how many people refuse to watch Star Wars anymore because they put a black character out of people were literally going insane because they put John Boyega as the main character. People were going insane for the new Asian character they put in the second um, Star Wars. And then like people like people were foaming at the mouth at the idea of like the female Ghostbusters. Apparently the film was shit, but like I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> but like this is what I'm saying, like. This cancel culture, the way the, the way the cancel culture is like being portrayed as like the mm. left wing kind of thing. When rea- reality, people are canceling Star Wars for black people being it. People are canceling um, yeah. shows for be- having like yeah. gay couples. I'm Canceled just saying, or outraged? No, but in this this the point. This is like trying to people are boycotting certain things, but I feel like the, if you look at the individual situations where people have lost lucrative deals or whatnot every situation often has been different like for example roman polanski um the very famous director he got outed for like some like raping a 14 year old girl man's still making a new film now like that's what i'm saying i feel like this cancel culture is overstated like we had that um, woody allen woody allen he's still about what's her face the the, isn't he still married the the woman of many faces scarlett johansson who can play anyone apparently she was protecting... She was, like, backing him. And so, like... And I'm pretty sure he's... he's still married to her? Yeah, he groomed her from young and he's still married to her, basically. Like, I'm, I'm just... Wasn't it his daughter? No, it wasn't his daughter. It was, like, this... Because she's... A doctor. I saw she was, like, a... I think... But I think it was something... It was weird. <laughs> whatever. It was, it was a mad thing, anyway. Whatever it was. Basically, he groomed the girl from, like, when she was young and then he married her. That is... Like that at least should be called out, regardless of Woody. Yeah, but again, <laughs> I feel like it's up to this. Is the, but the dangerous place you go is like, at what point do you say, okay, if I don't agree with the way someone is or if someone's behaved, I can choose not to engage with their content. And you, and to what extent do you believe networks and whatnot should be pressurized not to show certain people? Because I feel like people be the reason why I am firmly on one side of this argument is because. Often what happens is people who push very dangerous ideas and support very dangerous ideologies, but push it through as their entitlement to political views, get people like Katie Hopkins, people like Myla. Let me give you a perfect example as to why I think it's not overstated. Katie Hopkins, despite the most insane, outrageous kind of statement saying that migrants, um, not just migrants, that refugees should be shot out of the water because they're cockroaches and feral human beings, like all the stuff, like the stuff that came out about Jesse from Little Mix, um, I was saying those on the same level. But I'm like, she's just and saying about how she's fat, whatever. She's constantly gone on a tirade of saying the worst things people can say, and she's still getting booked in Australia to talk on one of their primetime TV shows. But then on the flip side, you have like Milo Yiannopoulos, who says a lot, said a lot of similar like outrageous kind of like he was part of the whole try and get outrage from people, slightly right wing culture. But then, mm. but then. His his fucking um his 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 every dog has his day. His day was when he decided to kind of support someone who got caught for paedophilia or something like that. Well, and then karma yeah. is a bit. So that's what I'm saying. It's about each individual situation because if Milo Yiannopoulos hadn't done something which there's a there's at least enough of a general consensus that you're finished if you yeah. do anything related to paedophilia or supporting it. He'd still be here getting booked, being put on primetime TV shows. Yeah. And there's plenty of other people who've supported. So I'm just saying, like, I don't, I'm not saying there isn't 
a cancel culture, yeah. but the simplistic way in terms of way it's put out, like it's just oh liberal whiny people cancelling people who can handle jokes. When reality there is there is just nonsense everywhere. Yeah. And sometimes part of it, some people do need to be not in some people's views do not need to be shared and do not need to be put in the forefront. Like I do not you don't you don't need to see you don't need to see people for the purpose of you know, having everyone's opinions shared. I also, sharing Nazi propaganda. I, I I don't, also, we don't need that. I right? also think it's where we have, like, it's interesting because we're breeding now a new level. There's a new level of scrutiny that people have to adhere to now. There's a new, like, level of, like, social conscious, like, context that you need to apply to everything. Mm. Like, people can't talk in this free form like we're doing now. And that's, that's why almost people... S- podcasts have seen this massive uplift where they're allowed to speak more freely because you are almost you're part of that conversation that people are talking about you're just like looking at it and you're just putting out content as one of the people rather than being one of those yeah i mean that's why people are liking yeah that's why yeah so like you anyone that's gonna put themselves in that kind of like spotlight I guess there's, there's a new standard that they need to reach and I think it'll breed better, like, celebrity and better, like, general, like, comedians and all of this kind of stuff. I think really... Because really, I think there's still plenty of, like, offensive comedy. Like, like Frankie Boyle is still heavily around. Yeah. Like, I think it's we're just about... We're about, like, Little Britain sketches that <laughs> we're, like... We were talking about at work the other day saying, like, Jesus. yo... Watch Little Britain back. Some of the stuff like, they got away with it is a bit mad too fair. Like some like of the, the things they were the, saying. What's her face? Um, the black... They, they raised the blackface. Yeah, of, they did a lot of blackface, bro. On, on like, primetime TV. It was like... BBC One. It was low-key really, really touch and go. David yeah. Williams still a national treasure. Yeah. Really? But that's why I'm... But that's exactly what I mean when I say... But I don't see that like, a lot... Matt Lucas, he's still about, but I don't think he's, he's not not about by choice. He hasn't been involved in anything. But I say like, but this is what I mean, like a lot of offensive comedy, and that wasn't even that long ago. People were like, oh yeah, back in those days, people can laugh. That was like in 2010, something like that. I don't think I ever really hard laughed at that though, you know? I never did. I didn't find whatever of that funny. I found Little Britain funny at times, but like I never really hard, like when they were blacking up on that, (laughs) I never found it hilarious. Yeah. But I wasn't necessarily offended. Yeah, because of the time, no one. It's weird, but I was young, so I blame yeah. my parents or the generation that's slightly above us. Were people screaming out back then about it? But people have. I mean, I feel like people. Or maybe like, there wasn't just a platform like we have now, which we were talking about earlier, saying that actually was did that platform exist where people could actually come together and say, "Yo, this is wrong. What's the BBC doing?" Yeah. Interested. Track of the week, my bro. <laughs> no, I just clocked. Just completely forgot about the other shit we're gonna talk about. It doesn't really matter. What are we gonna talk about? Um The marriage shit on the four hundred pounds a month. Oh we can How much time have we got? We got people people like listening. You can listen to uh, a bit more. Nah, let's let's um We've done of plus yeah, like yeah 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 no I feel we got good I feel we got good track of the week yeah and then just get onto that like next, a different time next time it's above yeah that's calm that's calm 
Oh, we had some good story for you guys, man. We had some funny. You're shit. gonna have to listen again for some more content. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Track of the week. For, you want to go first, or should I go first? Um, I feel like you should go first. All right, my track of the week is not. We've gone for very polar opposite track of the week. So yeah, and in no in no way surprise if you listen to all my other track of the weeks, mine is not a slow jam. <laughs> <laughs> my one um, is Kano Trouble. Kano, by the way, generally I think the word underrated was made for Kano. Wow, completely, man. Like I've like I've, I hate the word underrated, but if it can apply to any artist on this planet for me, it's Kano. Like, yeah, I agree. He is. Uh, I don't, like as in a, t- a level of talent. Like, Kendrick's the kind of artist I think if he was American would be as big as Kendrick, and in my genuine honest opinion, wow, because he's long enough in the game and talented enough. But does he have the same musicality? I've seen I've seen Kendrick jump on all kinds of different sounds. Yeah, but know? I'm saying like, but, but released a jazz album. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but Kano's. Uh, quite older than Kendrick I think yeah he is yeah. I think like because if, if Kano was coming up like yeah, as yeah, he was yeah. around the same time yeah. he'd be as big in my opinion because I think he just he's, he's a, he is incredibly talented yeah and yeah I mean I'm ugh, P's and Q's bro uh, that's not fingers before I start <laughs> punches Mike trust me oh, trust P's me. and Q's anyway no um, so Song Trouble he's got out with um, Gets and DWE the actual video is banging as well. He's got that, this whole... Go watch that video. It's like a whole video of like, like a guy getting stabbed and then like um, like just, just like his family life before and him getting stabbed like at the funeral. And then the whole actual... The the song is actually in like the... What is it? Like the, not, we say reception. Mm. The reception after... Like, yeah, afterwards they're holding it at like um, a house and then... The logic of it, like, perce- <laughs> of, like misses me a little bit. <laughs> but yeah. it, it's, it's a sick video. It's a sick video. Yeah. And, yeah, I think, honestly, it's just such a throwback to, like, old, like, grime sets. Yeah. From, like, like Risky Roads days and the shit like that. That's cool. And what made what it basically made me do is, like, I spent... Ever since I saw the video, I've just been watching old, like, Risky oh, Roads sets. Wow. But that's... Like, see, now that is fucking culture to a T. Like, that is actually, like... I love that he's done a new grime video and just completely taken what is the most authentic, raw version of what grime kind of like was born out of, which is jumping on a mic, on a beat and going at it with your fellow MCs. And it is just like, it's wavy, fam. No, 100%. And um, that's also like, he was in like, Kane was in an interview recently where someone was like, oh, you've come back after a while. Um, and like you haven't like done any like Afro swing songs or like drill, yeah. And and it's like and he's like exactly like it wouldn't be him like yeah. so long as he named names but like some artists have like in their attempt to come back so I decide to drop on a, like jump on a drill track or jump on like a Afro like song. OG yeah. himself. <laughs> <laughs> that could be no because I was thinking because Temper T and Lethal Bizzle I think did it yeah but um. We're not gonna name names. Yeah, but I'll be that, bro. <laughs> In case they ever want to jump on, it's like, no, we never chat shit about you. But um, yeah, no, I've literally just been watching all of like, like the most iconic sets from like the SBTVs. What's, what's one of your favorites that you've seen recently? Um, it's been a risky roads with Wiley Getz, um, Skepta. I think it was Scorcher as well. SBTV, and and Retreat too. 
when I say SBTV was, again, another thing born out of like this digital age where you just saw a whole new opportunity to like break artists and like show them off in a completely new way. Yeah. I think Ed Sheeran came up on SBTV, man. I mean, forget like Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, who else was there? No, listen, when I say people who specifically came off of like SBTV, but I mean, technically, He's not that like people, really people, no, but like it's so important to so many big guys' career. Like, yeah, huge. All skept to all skept to Wiley Beef was on there. All that so boy, you know, better know songs. Yeah, man. Like I love it. But anyway, yeah. Shout out Jamal Edwards from West as well. So big up my area. Yeah, from Eden. But um, yeah. So let's just run this song before I just go off into a whole grime like run. But yeah, Kano DW gets trouble. Hey, fuck it. Let's go. That's rain rain. Them are free me, I can see angles. Get money, get stakes, bag of ankles. Any cobras can get handled. Got enough real soldiers like dangles. But them seeds and bomb candles. Keep it on wax and I eat it. Take rather time and up and don't talk about it. That's an inside box bag of handle. Penalty, that's a penalty. Yo, that hang on. <laughs> that had my head going. Yo, we, we had the video up here whilst um, you guys were listening to that, and oh, you can just see the energy in the room as well. Mm. You know, like no, but that's, that's that's literally what, what I say. It's a throwback to it. That's just what like it's about. people going, and then even like uh, like um, clashes, like Dizzy Rascal versus Crazy Titch, like um, Wiley Kano. There's um, something raw about it because it's something about wearing, like, it's not about the logo, you know, it's not about what you're wearing. It's yeah. so completely about your talent, the mic. Like, it's not even, it's not about who's on it either. It's just it, like, it's just pure, like, passing by yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I rate it. All right. Up to you. What is your track of the week? Yo, so I recently discovered um, this really cool duo. That goes by the name of Children of Zeus. Um, really cool guys. They're based in Manchester. Um, and they kind of describe themselves as soul for hip-hop heads, which is, like, really oh, yeah. interesting. And I stumbled across this tune that has, like, really strong influences from soul, R&B, but also, like, there's reggae, like, kind of tones coming through in there. Um I'm excited for these two, man. I really feel like they're kind of capturing a whole new, um, almost like energy from the industry that not a lot of people have really been able to epitomize and kind of like release in this like really interesting way. And yeah, I just think the song like really speaks to me personally, um, but it also speaks to like, um, where our generation is at, where we're kind of like, we're kind of like in this space. I saw a really fucking cool T-shirt, yeah, mm-hmm. where it said, um, "We're the we're the middle child of generations, where there is no major war, there's no like major disease that's affecting us, um, and we kind of been brought up where we're told." Um, that we're gonna be fucking superstars and we're slowly realising that not everyone is special. Yeah. And we're slowly, like, realising that actually there are some 
like there's only a few that are gonna make it and the rest of us are kinda like just getting pissed off. Is that off just our generation? It. So it's like at least a generation two before not loads before, but like Um I, I people would in yeah, the seventies yeah. and eighties. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I think we're we're in there. And, in that bracket. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of like you got like this really interesting kind of like moment and this sound, I think I'm more speaking to their sound where you've got these influences from those like um, 70s, 80s coming through in the soul and you've got this really laid back attitude but there's definitely like super like hip hoppy vibes that's coming out of them. I've gone in a lot of detail on like what I got from this tune but yeah. I think I think it's interesting where they're taking it. I think there's a few artists that are now starting to like really grab onto this and yeah, so like this song's more of a vibe. It's a it's like a vibey thing, um, but yeah, it's it's cool. This is um, hard work by Children of Zeus. <laughs> Playlist, what playlist? Yeah, straight up, right? What play- I I love that bar. Love me forever more than a friend than a friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that slow yeah, jam yeah, playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust not me, not the sex playlist because obviously my sex playlist is just drill. <laughs> <laughs> really, you are a savage. Um, but yeah, man. Yo, the set the set has been kind of like lively today. It's been a cool. It's been it's been good chat. Yeah, that's no, been good, man. <laughs> so I'm so creased the Louis C.K. thing, man. Oh that my god! Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that guy is funny, man. Well, he's, he's not. Well, he's, he's not. not. He is, but not. Not, not, not for that. Not for those reasons. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, man. All of you guys need to like hit us up as per usual. We got a few guests pending. We our phones have been belling off. Um, I think it's going to be really cool, the kind of people that we get on. We're really going to start touching into some of the industries because we're, we're involved in some cool industries, mm. music, sport. Um, but we're also going to get, like, um, people that have, like, professional opinions on shit and really, like, dig deeper into that. And hopefully we can come up with some really, like, yeah. cool, like... Because we're not here answers. to try and mis- Good. Sorry, carry on. Carry on. Yeah, like, we're, we're not. We're not trying to mislead anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like that's what someone said. Um, was like they like it. They like the podcast because it's not like we pretend like we fucking know everything about everything. We just like we've done this research on this. This is what this piece of research has said. Yeah, go do more research about shit. If yeah, you know, legit, like, legit. This like, is the, yeah. I am not claiming to know anything apart from that. I will take your girl. And on that note. Ah. We're gonna say thank you for listening. 
<laughs> subscribe to the Yam and Egg podcast on Apple Music and anywhere else you can. But I'm pretty sure it's only Apple. Okay, follow on Spotify as well. Uh, subscribe on Apple Music. Leave a rating as well. Seven star, eight star, um, <laughs> nine star, ten star. Um, I I I was on I was on like the um the train. Sorry, sorry. I you guys can't stop listening soon. <laughs> um, I was on the train, yeah, and this it was this really like interesting moment where you had like this father with a son who just like received his um like GCSE results, mm. and he was like another dad from the school, but his son wasn't with him. And the dad, the dad that the son wasn't there was clearly super smug about his son's results. Mm. And, like, everyone knew about his results. And he had, like, this dad whose kid, like, was definitely not as smart. Mm. So he had this really smug parent moment. It was like, oh, uh, yeah, how, how did you do in your GCSEs? Like, how, how did you do? Okay. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, I got, like, they do, like, Numbers out of ten now. Yeah, like, I got, like, six nines and, like, two eights. And yeah, I did all right. Like, I'm like super that's... happy. And the guy's like, oh, that's amazing. That's amazing, mate. And they're, and he's clearly waiting for them to ask about his son. Oh, yeah. And they finally asked, like, oh, how did your son do? He's like, oh, just straight nines. Like, oh, not. Just, nines, nines are like eight stars I, and eight yeah. stars. Yeah. He's like, I, I, I hear that's just like um, just eight stars all around. Um, yeah, apparently only three. Gregory, suck your mum, bro. Yeah, li- <laughs> literally suck your mother. But oh, yeah. yeah, it was. It was um, I just found I just found that really funny. And when you were talking about um, rate us, subscribe, eight 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 stars, <laughs> nine eight stars, yeah, ten eight stars. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I've completely lost my train of thought. So yeah, um, your was, socials. Yeah, okay. Oh, Twitter. We've now got um, follow know, the new Twitter account. Yamek podcast. That's all at Yamek podcast. And um, socials, personal ones. Ayo underscore aa thirteen on Twitter. And AYO underscore AA on Instagram. That's it. That's it. Um, and also follow Worth of Mouth. Um, worth of Mouth? Worth of Mouth. Worth Not of mouth. Worth of Mouth. Um, they're this like, great, great company that I blog for now. Um, I've been blogging for, for a while, really. But I only dropped my first post like... Congrats, bro. Like a week ago. About a week ago, a week ago. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah they, they do a lot of good stuff. They have a lot of good... Um, uh, content coming out they have a lot of good blogs already where they talk about inspirational young people and yeah go check them out go check out my article too um yeah that's me that's me um i am let me be k on all social media what do you need to know um yeah that's that's it really i've got some cool content coming out for you guys personally but yeah, follow the Yam Egg socials, Yam Egg podcast on Twitter and Yam, Yam Egg. Egg on Insta. Um, yeah. Do you I like saw, it when I, I was in your when I was in your ends? I think so. I was gonna send back. <laughs> Yo, I'm in your ends. Is that, have you seen that scene in Family Land when they're just like the two gags and save each other? Yo, N <laughs> one squad, we're in your <laughs> we're in your ends, blood. <laughs> I'll, I'll we don't like what you crazy. said about my man, but it's, it's it's nice that you're talking about his mental health. Who's that That's crazy it. guy on Insta Live that's always sending for Fred? That um, AC, <laughs> African <laughs> child. Yo, where are you? I mean, your eyes look. <laughs> uh, that that guy, that guy is funny. Um, but yeah, yo, those are the socials. 
We love also, you guys. Also, stop asking who's yam and who's egg. That's not the format of this fucking show, man. I mean, I'm getting tired of it. I mean, y'all, y'all can figure that out. For <laughs> like, we can't give you guys everything. Yeah. You know? I said, who's yam, who's egg? If I one more time, I'm going to lose my fucking temper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my dad has like, sent, so a, literally sent a picture. Every- he said, this should be the new avatar. He sent a picture of his half-eaten yam and, <laughs> yam and egg. Like stew everywhere, this this half foot. Oh, I don't even know. Should be like, of course, my dread you. I was like, I just, I just said, yeah, that great idea. <laughs> kill or death. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Peace. Yeah, yeah,